tuning in. You are listening to the Andrea K Show on Financial News and Talk. And we just wrapped up with Miss Della talking about Hollywood and what's happening up there and the controversy surrounding the Emmys. But we also have controversy that happens a lot of times in our, in our personal lives, you know, and that's when love goes wrong. And, you know, it's uh, it happens in life. You know, you meet, you know, boy meets girl, you fall in love and you think, you know, you watch a few episodes of, of you know, um, dress or whatever the wedding shows are to where they help you wedding plan and you think you know it's going to be love ever after and then sometimes it's not and so then what do you do you know well what you do is you call stan prouse okay because stan is the man with some answers for you welcome back to the show stan good morning andrea <sighs> you know we've talked about a lot of different scenarios uh, since you've been coming on the show and for those of you who haven't really heard the segments with Stan the re- one of the reasons why I searched and searched to find a, a good guy to, to who handles you know family law and divorce is because for the first time in many years in my life I had a family member that actually just had to had to deal with divorce and I hadn't had any personal experience my family hadn't and I learned how important it is to have a good person on your side and so that's why I went and found Stan and we We've talked about a lot of different aspects. One of the things we haven't talked about is when you're in one city and your spouse is in another and you're trying to deal with it from different locations, correct? Yes. In this particular case, we're talking about a city in another state. Okay. So um, different states have different laws, do they not? They do. But it all boils down basically to the same thing in broad terms. What I want to talk about today is what you do if the child and one parent is in New Hampshire and the other parent may be in San Diego, for example. And that probably happens a lot with military families. I mean, it can happen with any kind of family, but particularly military. So what do you do? Everybody's very mobile these days, so it happens a lot. Right. Uh, If you are alone without your child and you've been, say, in San Diego for six months— and the child is with your husband in New Hampshire, say, and has been there for more than six months, you will have to go to New Hampshire in order to adjudicate any relief regarding the child. You want to change custody. You want to modify visitation. New Hampshire has jurisdiction over the child. This switches. Okay, so wherever the child is, or is it just specific to New Hampshire? Six months. The court in which the child has been living for six months will acquire jurisdiction over the child, typically. So this is why Katie Holmes, while Tom Cruise is out on a movie set somewhere, why she set up residence in New York with her kid for a while. Because wherever the kid is for six months, right, that's where it's adjudicated. As a general proposition, that is true. Yep. And then then after you've been divorced, if you have a spousal support, rather, yes, a spousal support situation, you have to go back to the state where you got divorced in order to change your spousal support. This comes as a very unpleasant surprise to many people. Okay. You mean we've lived here for 10 years and I have to go back to Idaho to get my spousal support changed? Give me a break. Sorry. Idaho has never lost jurisdiction over the spousal support aspect of your divorce, and it won't. Okay. The situation with kids is different. As we just discussed, there are mechanisms to change child custody and child support 
adjudications from other states because, not because it just follows as the night does the day, but because there is legislation that's passed in all the states to enable that to happen. Otherwise, you couldn't do it. Okay. Uh, military families, they're a unique proposition because most military people are domiciled in other states than the states where they're stationed. We have that to a great extent here in San Diego because we have Camp Pendleton, we have a lot of Marines, we have a lot of Navy. Right. And most of these people have never changed their domicile in the sense that they're still carrying Alabama driver licenses. Okay, around. so so let's say they still had their Alabama driver's license. They're still considered a resident of Alabama. They're here stationed at Camp Pendleton. Uh, wife is now in Arizona with the kid, and they're filing for divorce. Well, who's filing? The wife in Arizona with the kid is probably yes. is probably the one who's filing. Mm-hmm. Uh, he has two choices. He can default and let everything happen in Arizona, or he can agree to participate mm-hmm. in the Arizona proceeding. He agrees to participate by filing an answer to the petition. That's called a general appearance, and he's submitted to the jurisdiction of the Arizona court. If both so- of these people are still here— and maybe she votes in Alabama as well as he votes in Alabama, their domicile is still Alabama. The only reason that they can get a valid divorce in California is because if both of them participate in the divorce here in California, neither of them will be allowed in another state to question whether California had jurisdiction over both of them. Okay. It gets to be a very tricky subject. Some people right. that have been divorced, some, some military people who have been divorced and done it both here, but they've done it by default, a true default where the other person hasn't even appeared. Technically speaking, their divorce is subject to question in other states because there wasn't jurisdiction over both parties. Wow. I've never seen it happen. So bottom line it for me. You've got somebody who... Um, is it really in the best interest of somebody to try to make sure your spouse doesn't move to another town with your kid? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I mean, that's the bottom line, isn't it? It's the bottom line. Is there anything you can do to stop it? File an injunction? What can you do to stop it? Well, what you can do if you want the child to stay with you is to file an immediate motion to prevent the child from leaving the state. And if you don't have the majority of custody, you file a motion to change custody to you. If the other parent has complete custody of the child and the other parent moves, then you would still file a motion the same. You'd do the same thing, but Mm -hmm. you'd have a much more difficult time because the court would be reluctant to completely alter the custodial relationship now, are there ever times where you're strategic to where you say, you know what, your spouse is thinking about moving to another state, and you know what, go ahead and let her do that, because those states' uh, co- uh, community property laws are more favorable to you? It's conceivable. California has probably the most complicated <clears throat> spousal support statute of any state in the United States. Uh, California is not a good place for the say, the non-working wife to get divorced from the guy who's working and makes lots of money. Mm -hmm. 
if she can somehow arrange it by moving so that he's going to have to come to her to get divorced in her state, which is a state more favorable to the the uh, low earner spouse, or the mm-hmm. it's going to be better. She should probably do it here because right. if she's here, California is more favorable to the low earner than other states. Right. I, I guess I got that backwards. Probably. I mean, he might want to move. If he can <clears throat> right. He might want to move. Yeah. If he can establish a domicile in a state that is much more. Uh, friendly mm-hmm. to uh, the high earner than California is, he might be a lot better off. Right. It's so complicated. It, it Divorce is a complicated thing. One of the things that I've learned from you coming on the show in these past weeks, Stan, is that you uh, know how to simplify it as much as possible for people so that they get the best result for them. And you help people have realistic expectations and that the outcome is don't try to search for the most perfect outcome. If you're going through, if you're expecting to go through uh, anything, first of all, go to go to Stan's website because he's got his five tips on there about about what you should do before you file. And you're going to really want to read this because these are the best suggestions that I've ever heard from anybody. And then you're going to want to make an appointment with Stan and bring in all those documents and everything that he's mentioned. And, um, you know, it's it's a difficult process to go through. But what I've learned from Stan is that he can make it about as pleasant as possible. And he, can, he also can help you um, from an emotional standpoint in terms of looking for the right outcome. So... So thanks for for coming back in, Stan. Thanks, Andrea. 